Welcome to VLGA Connect. My name is Catherine Arndt and I'm the Chief of the VLGA Connect Studio. I hope you enjoy today's Connect episode brought to you by the VLGA, the national broadcaster on all things local government. Hi everyone and welcome back to VLGA Connect. I'm delighted to have joining me on the program today the manager of Yarra Libraries, Fliss Mackeon, to talk about a really exciting concept called Open Library. Fliss, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks, Chris. Nice to be here. Great to have you here. Tell us a bit about this Open Library concept which you've had going there for a little while in Yarra. Okay, so 2019 I was lucky enough to go overseas to Europe and um, while over there, um, we were visiting libraries and actually saw this. They had a 24-hour concept. Uh, so we brought that back and talked to our counsellors and um, we got it through in 2019 to actually trial a open library, which is a little bit different. It's not 24 hours, but it's open while the library's closed. Um, so our normal opening hours is 10 a.m. Um, to either 6 p.m. or 8 p.m. Um, so this open library concept was to um, bring more opening hours um, while we're closed, so opening at 8am um, until 10pm at night. Um, and we started at our Richmond Library. So it's for people that are either working in the city, travelling back home at late at night. Um, the libraries are normally closed, but they can pick up their holds. Um, so they can pick up their books that they've put on hold. Um, they come in um, and swipe their library card and they can come in and pick that up. It's for families that before school, they can come in before school, um, get together and read some books in our children's areas. And um, also for people that um, need to connect to the internet as well um, and come in to use our computers. Is it simply a case of giving them access to the library when it's un unmanned? Yeah, we say to them it's serviced hours and unserviced hours. Right. Um, so, you know, the library's sitting there um, vacant, all closed up. Um, and um, this is a chance to actually use the facility um, when um, when people need it. So when you when you broached that concept with with your councillors, uh, what were some of the issues or the barriers that you found that you might have needed to address to get them across the line, or were yeah. they completely on board? They were completely on board, but even to this day, there's risks. You yeah. know, there's a lot of risks um, um, that we've you know, worked with our council um, and tried to mitigate those risks as well. Um, it is for over 18s, um, but families can, um, they need to have a guardian to come in to use it. Um, and this is just all trial. We can change things and, and see how, what, how it evolves over time. Um, but there's a lot of risks. And, you know, we've got lanyards, we've got all more, all more security cameras in there. Um, we're linked into our security um, firm and um, you know how 24-hour gyms have the lanyards? Yes. Um, they can have lanyards too, so people can come in and, and put the lanyard on and, and travel around the library and feel that little bit um, extra safe. So it's the same sort of concept, which, which makes sense. How has it been received in terms of the community response? Yeah, so we've had... Um, uh, so Richmond Library will be launched in December last year, and we've had over 400 people use it out of hours um, since then. And we've just launched the library behind me, um, our new Bagunga, um, Bagunga Onion Library, 
Um, we've launched that in April and we've got about um, 250 people waiting for an induction. So they do have to do a 45-minute induction right. um, and that's just safety. Um, they come in and we show them all the exits and um, um, the panic buttons and all that sort of thing um, to, so they're safe and, um, and then um, they can come and use it. And the thing is we use FE technologies and that's the first of its kind in Australia to be used. Um, so so what, what did you call that? Sorry, Fliss. Sorry, it's FE Technologies. They're based in Geelong yeah. and they, they are all security systems um, like our gates and everything like that, our RFID system. Um, so this is the next level for them. They do it overseas. Um, so we're the first library service to bring it in to Australia. And the good thing about it is they use their library card. And um, it might seem, seem funny, but um, just the reactions of people that this little library card that they've had for years will open up a whole big space to them. You know, the joy on their face when they see the doors open, um, it's just amazing. Yeah, that, that it's is really a great, great to see. A great concept. You've, you've outlined some of the risk management uh, actions that you've needed to take there. Have, have you had to tweak the concept much from when you opened it in your first library to expanding to others? Yeah, no, no. So um, we are about to do a survey to our users um, just to see how they've found it and any tweaks that we need to do. Um, but um, we keep an eye on it, a close eye on who's come in and, and who's not, you know, and who's um, using the space and how, how they're using it. Mm. Um, so we did have, um, you know, it's really interesting that we do have people that contact us, some are experiencing family violence and want to come into the space, um, especially on public holidays, bring their family in. Um, so, and people are using it in so many different ways. Uh, with people to come in and study, there was a gentleman that um, is in a university library and their libraries um, around Australia, oh, sorry, in Victoria, um, don't open till after eight because of COVID. And they've sourced our libraries out that are open till 10 and coming in to use it to study. Um, so there's all different ways um, that people are using um, the spaces. I, I was just wondering that very point about how many new users of your service you've attracted by broadening the offering in this way. Yeah, yeah, a lot of new um, that are hearing about it um, through our promotions and that sort of thing yeah. um, coming yeah. in because um, they need a space to come and study. A lot of, a lot of the people live in high-rise, um, you know, so space is a real minimum. Um, where they can come into our library services and um, and have the space and have the um, the connectivity for the Wi-Fi and use their laptops or our computers, um, printing, all that sort of stuff. So everything you can use. Um, so everything's open. All, all our spaces are open, um, and um, you can yeah use the facility how you you want to use it. Have you had uh, interest from other library services as to how you've gone about this? And uh, we sure you know, have. Yeah, um, so we've that. had many visits yeah. um, um, by council as well as um, the library managers um, and their IT um, departments. So they're coming in, and um, we're going through the whole system with them. And um, I think it's going to be rolled out um, as we see um, into into the future at other library services as well. It's a real need in the community. People really need um, an extra space 
um, you know, a third lounge room, as you can call it, yeah. um, people to come in um, and use the spaces um, where they see fit. Fliss, you were telling me, and it might be uh, for another conversation, but um, through COVID, you did a lot of work through your library service to engage with with people, particularly in those high-rise sort of developments. Do you think that yeah. level of engagement you did has also led to a broader acceptance and understanding of what your library has to offer? It sure has. You know, we've made so many um, different connections um, that people saying, oh, my God, I didn't know libraries did that. Um, and um, supporting them. We're not just books. You know, we have programs with digital. A real big thing is um, our digital support. So we're on our housing estates um, helping people download their um, vaccination certificates um, because that was a real barrier. People wanted to get out into the community, um, but they couldn't. Um, they needed to show their vaccinations and check in, and they didn't know how to do that. So we were on the, our housing estates, uh, printing it off for them, um, laminating it for them, um, all that sort of thing. And um, it just really opened up um, our community's eyes of what libraries can achieve. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm, and, and my staff are all for our community. And we're really in touch with our community, and um, we go. We didn't know that um, that this was a barrier for them, and so we stepped out and helped them. So this is what we do. We actually see what the needs are in our community, and how we can help and support them, and our partners as well. That's fabulous. It's so good to tell those stories that uh, that allow people to understand just just how significant and integral to community life that libraries are these days. You've been in libraries for a long time yourself. Fliss? Yeah, I have. Yeah, over 30 years. Wow. Uh, tell um, us a bit about where you've come from to, to before Yarra Libraries. Yeah, so I actually started off in Australia Post Library. Um, wow. So uh, believe it or not, they had a library that uh, did all research for the stamps and, and that sort of thing um, and a business um, library. And then I went to Fairfield Hospital, um, Vivian Bullwinkle Resource Centre, um, which was for the HIV and um, hepatitis C families that would come in. Um, that hospital was um, for um, HIV and um, hepatitis C families and um, people that are affected. So, and then I went on into public libraries. I used to manage Lalo and Thomastown Library um, at Yarra Plenty Regional Libraries, and I've been with City of Yarra now for eight years. And tell us, I think we're running into some internet um, connection issues, but tell us about that building that's behind you on your background. It looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, so this is Bagunganungan, um, North Fitzroy Library. Um, so that's just turned five years, five years old in May. And um, this was from a community um, group that actually wanted to rally and get a new library in their um, area. It used to be a little shop front um, five years ago. And um, now we've got this beautiful, it's got a um, rooftop garden and um uh, we've got an MCH, Maternal and Child Health Centre in there, um, big community room upstairs, which will, which flows out onto the rooftop. And um, it's our, one of our prized buildings in um, the city of Yarra. It's, um, it's just um, lovely and um, very highly used. Before COVID, we had around 30,000 people coming in each month. 
Fantastic. It looks great. And I really appreciate you taking some time to tell us about that, as well as open libraries, which sounds like it's a concept that's really going to take off in the library world, thanks to your leadership. Congratulations to you on that. No worries. And I'd just like to plug that libraries change lives. <laughs> Excellent. Yes, I, I was going to ask you to show us what you were wearing there. Thank you, Fleece. It's lovely to meet you and to hear about that. And uh, I look forward to perhaps talking to you more about some of that work you were doing uh, during COVID to engage uh, more meaningfully with uh, with communities. No worries. Thanks so much, Chris. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. That's Fliss Mackey on, the uh, Manager of Libraries at Yarra Libraries. And that's another edition of VLGA Connect for you. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or your preferred podcast app, and we'll be back with more very soon. Mm -hmm.